Oh. Oh, Jamie, I said roll it tighter. I got a bunch of I didn't know we were doing foley art today. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Hey, hey, hey. Oh. Hey, kids, welcome. Oh, man, hey, it's your favorite substitute <laughs> oh, no, teacher. he's holding a Remember the Titans DVD. I know. You know what time it is. We're about to remember the Titans and remember <laughs> racism in a really insincere way also. But welcome, everybody, to Season 151, Episode 2 of the Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. It's the podcast where we take the deepest of dives and you know honestly sometimes we just dip in the shallow end of america's shared consciousness and just get grossed out and say off the rip you know what time it is fuck the coke brothers as in coke industry okay Okay? also fox news fuck them also fondant on cakes not necessary fuck fondant do they occupy the same space as rush limbaugh ben shapiro and tucker carlson we don't know but fuck them (laughs) also so anyway it's tuesday september 15th 2020 my name is Miles Gray, a.k.a. Experimental Blackanese Artist. You know my stuff because I have all the pumpkins with the polka dots around them. It's your boy Kasama in the building. And I just want to say uh, it's just a great, great week to start off with everybody. I know it's Tuesday, but it's still early. We want to keep the vibes up, and that's why it's really important that we have a good co-host. This person is not just the co-host. They're doing the damn most. And I've talked about their work with the Unicode Consortium and that epic battle that is still ongoing to get us the Samboni emojis that we deserve as a people. But until then, I will just refer to her as the one and only, one of the greats, Jamie Loftus. Welcome, Lozam. Thank you. I... I have all these AKAs from back when the Zamboni emoji was on the table, and now they're making me so sad to read through. There's like, I don't want to wait for a resurfacer emoji. Like, Mm. but now it's like, we're going to have to just wait. It's just going to have to. I was getting some of the most passive aggressive emails from Unicode ever. Like, that I've received in my entire lifetime. Should we add them to the fuck'em list at the top of the show? Fuck you. Yeah, and I think we okay. should. Uh, I mean, you have that now power. Now more than ever. Now more than ever, I would. I, I would also uh, throw the uh, the Olympics committee into the IOC into the mix. Hey, look. Why not? <laughs> COVID or not, the games will happen. Well, that's the that's g- some yeah. tough talk from uh, the the <laughs> organizers in Tokyo. Uh, you hate uh, to see that. Uh, but look, they said. Huh. Nevertheless, we hope that. Re- Sorry, I can't get it. Nevertheless, we hope that receiving our final decision now will be helpful going forward. Tell me that doesn't sound like a threat from Unicode. Wait, what? Uh, say that again. Help me wrap my head. Help me wrap my whole brain around that. That what? This sentence has been living in my brain rent free. Nevertheless, uh-huh. we hope that receiving our final decision now will be helpful going forward. Like it's that's just Fuck a really you. long way of saying. Fuck you. (laughs) That's a real fancy way of the Unicode Consortium ending up on the fuck'em list at the top of Daily Zeitgeist. The number one podcast on Earth in the Milky Way galaxy that is that's just verifiable uh, in a way that most people cannot verify just myself. uh, And that's between (laughs) me and my ego. But without further ado, we should talk about our guest. Because that's what we do. It's yeah. not just Jamie and I talking about how much we don't like the people that make emojis. Sometimes we have funny guests on and we talk about the news. And in, today is no different because we have somebody who's hilarious, somebody who's talented, yep. somebody who fucks yep. with food on a level that resonates with me. Because thank God, you know, I, I like when people with the with you know, we heard what the Pope said. When it comes to fucking <laughs> and eating, that comes from God. And that's maybe the one mm-hmm. part I agree with the Pope on that one. 
And I am thrilled to be joined by our guest today, Mr. Danny Palumbo. Yo, thank you so much, guys. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Here? Danny, did you see that the Pope said come comes from God? Yeah. No, I didn't say that, but he's obviously right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, finally. That is the chili in that. We all knew that. <laughs> Danny, are you uh, in LA? It's hard it's hard yeah, to know where yeah. anyone is anymore these oh, days. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm in uh, I'm in Los Angeles right now. I was in uh I was in Pennsylvania for a couple months this summer, but I just got back like maybe like three weeks ago. Nice. How was so, it? Uh, yeah. Are you are you from out there? Yeah, I got family. I grew up like a little bit north of Pittsburgh. Okay, so, up I mean, there. It, it, it okay. was it was great. I just needed to get out of town for a little bit and uh, found a good excuse. And I yeah. was like, yeah, I'm I'm Bolton, but it's good to yeah, be back. Now we're locked in by you got the back smoke. just in time for the world to <laughs> burn down around you. So for that's this the sky is a little bit bluer today, and I'm taking it as a win. That's how low the bar is right now. Yeah. So like, it, I can om- kind of see the sun. It looks like a <laughs> sick dolphin's skin tone. Yeah. That's yeah. that's that cut. That's, that's that. Yeah. I mean, it feels like get, it's getting towards bluish, but yeah. I went that's to get coffee this morning, color. and my eyes didn't hurt, and that is the way yeah. I take. <laughs> I had the worst headache over the weekend from the air quality. I did not think yeah. I would. Uh, shout out to the people up in the Pacific Northwest too, because I'm looking at the yeah, particulate absolutely. matter readings and it's through the charts to the point where scientists are like, we're not sure what this means on the human body because wow. we've not dealt with anything like this before. Uh, so yeah, please, Ooh. please uh, stay safe. It's just... Uh, Wild to think now. It's like, please, uh, please be mindful of where you're inhaling. Uh, please. That's 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 the level of 2020 we're at. Well, uh, Danny, we're going to talk a little bit more about all the things you know about and love and can tell us about right. your overrated, underrated search history. But first, we've got to give people a little bit of a preview of what's coming. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Trump. Just still no. super spreading, baby. The the spread don't stop. Just spreading the love. Yep. Uh, and then obviously Joe, Joe Biden. Uh, look, man, he, he apparently he's been listening to the president's words and he see it seems that he feels that there is a need to lawyer the fuck up in the event of some fuck. election rat fuckery. So we'll talk about the uh, like really boring Avengers esque effort that is happening to create this army of lawyers. Uh, then we're going to talk about how now, even because nothing is real, uh, even wildfires have fallen victim to the wave of conspiracy theories and depending on where you get your snacks and uh really cool ideas uh you might have a few different uh you know sources of these fires because Antifa the damn sure is a global squad one. yeah uh if you're an AFS <laughs> flick your lighters one time uh but yeah it's 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 definitely getting it's from anything i mean there's takes from QAnon there's takes from people who want to paint antifa as people who just get off on like you know existing in intense fire environments uh it, it, they've got it all folks then we'll do some lighter fare uh wheel of fortune is coming back and they're taking some really great precautions to keep people safe you can uh, stay in maybe the fresh prince fresh prince fresh prince of bel-air uh mansion for a night and maybe some other stories too maybe a sick-ass debate that all of the toxic bros in this country deserve uh but before <laughs> we get into all of that we got to ask you danny what is something from your search history that's revealing about you. Yeah, I uh, I googled uh, Chiff Chuff recently because I'm. Uh, I don't know if you guys know what that is. Un- no. Unpack that. Unpack that. Chiff yeah. Chuff. Chiff Chuff, man. Chiff-chuff. So 
it's I'm writing, uh, uh, you know, a food article slash recipe for the takeout. There's this dish I grew up eating called Chif Chaff, and it seems like no one has ever even fucking heard of it before. Yeah, and nope. it's like this old Italian dish that used to be made with like chicken gizzards and like lots of hot sauce, and then you eat it with like crusty bread, and then it kind of evolved, I think, like once Italian immigrants came over. And to, into like chicken thighs. So it's basically bone in, skin on, chicken thighs, seared on both sides, stewed in hot sauce. And uh, yeah, I grew up eating that as a kid. And, I, and then you I realized ate. no one's ever heard of it before. And I'm like, oh yeah, I should write about that. So wait, wait, wait. Like Dan- Danny come to the dinner, we're having chif chaff. That's like uh-huh. a sentence that might happen. And you're like, <laughs> chif chaff. And wait. I keep oh, trying to- chif chaff Tuesday. Yeah. It's chif chaff Tuesday. <laughs> Your chif chaff or Aunt Janice's chif chaff? Because I don't like hers. Uh, no, I, the same. I would never have an aunt. Named You're so Janice. it evolved. Too okay, heavy so on the chaff. Full disclosure. Okay, yeah. the takeout. Who, who the outlet you, in which you write for? For which you write yes. for? In thereof, therefore, in which sandwich <laughs> uh, is one of my favorite food sites. I typically reference a lot of the work from that website. So it's nice to have you to talk about. And it's nice to see you switch gears because I was telling you before yeah. the show how how much I would talk about takeout articles on the show. And then yeah. like as the pandemic and creeping fascism and like uh, rampant white, white supremacy became really the the soup du jour uh, to bring another it. yeah right. of of our of our consciousness. I was like, damn, I feel like I can't honor my Taco Bell side as much these days. Yeah, there, I, I will say that it also feels weird to be writing all of this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a consensus in the food world too. Like I follow a lot of food writers and everyone's kind of really sort of understanding the same thing, which is that like, oh, if like shit goes down, like we're all pretty much useless and there's right. not anyone writing. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Like those right. types of things. <laughs> They're like, please. Yeah. Right. Hey, yeah. Uh, White House uh, press secretary, Kaylee McEnany, <laughs> is the hot dog a sandwich? Right. You know, like that's how, that's how we 2020 that bit. Like the third day of protests, I remember uh, I had an article come out that was like, Lupini beans are underrated. And I was like, oh, God, that looks so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, that was written like two weeks ago. Just so you know. It was. <laughs> it totally was. Uh, but yeah, uh, but back to Chif Chaff. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I, so you're saying it started off as like a sort of working class dish using like awful based like organ meat. Yep. And then yep. because then over here, people are like, we don't need awful that we're exactly. using thighs but what is italian hot sauce exactly like because in my mind well, when you say you're stewing it in hot sauce i'm right. like okay would you get a bottle of crystal i, I mean it kind of turns into a hot sauce but you take these like jarred italian hot cherry peppers mm-hmm. which i don't even know if you can really get around here maybe at some italian markets but uh you stew those down into just like this very i mean it essentially becomes a hot sauce but it's these these hot peppers that you cook down into like a stew Oh. And uh, I think that would take some of the the must off of the the gizzards, but with thighs, it's uh, it's really good. And I think thighs were just like more available to people uh, with factory farming and everything over here, and maybe like the fifties, sixties, something. Right, like that. right, right. I mean, uh, shout yeah. out to Italian sandwiches and awful, uh, you know. Shout I mean, out to well, Italians. Yeah, I, when right. I was when I was in Florence, uh, I had a lampredotto <laughs> sandwich, uh, which is tripe, and I was like, well, I don't know if we do that here, but the way it was prepared, I mean, I honestly that with the salsa verde, I was <laughs> I was taken back to simpler times, which I just wish I was there now. <sighs> anyway, uh, what is something you think is overrated? 
Man, I think uh, pretty much most restaurants right now mm-hmm. are pretty. Maybe, maybe even just the concept of a restaurant right now is like. I think that's one thing I've realized in the pandemic is is you know, do we need seventy five percent of these places? You know, if there's a Ooh. biscuits place called Biscuits and Groovy in Austin, Texas, I'm like, does that need to survive? You know, shouldn't. Wouldn't be we be okay yeah, with just fifty? <laughs> uh, wouldn't we? Wouldn't we be okay with like fifty percent of restaurants? You know, instead of, I feel like we're oversaturated right now. And sure. uh, I mean, uh, yeah, on like one level, you're like, it, it's a, it's a weird way to try and realize that maybe your dream of having a restaurant is like, yeah, because it already like to have open a restaurant pre pandemic was already right. you were looking at a losing proposition statistically, like seven out of ten fail, or it's some like crazy statistic right. like that i mean it, it, i'll say this it at least and i am definitely doing my best to support you know a lot of these places but we need to shift the way that we're thinking about this shit did you see yeah. what um you see what they're doing in riverside county right now where no. they've yeah. made it basically legal you can run a restaurant out of your home you have to apply for all the permits and everything obviously health inspectors get involved and it costs money to get those things, but there's there's people running restaurants out of their their homes right now, mm. and Is I think that's that safe. I think, well, I think if you're like getting like health inspectors to do the inspections, sure, sure. and there's you know obviously uh, laws and codes, and you're following all of it, I think that's a great idea. At least yeah. for like, you know, I don't think it would work in Los Angeles so well, but maybe from a takeout perspective, it would. That's I mean, true. I would love nothing more to be like, yo, my neighbor, she just has like a pozole thing going and you can just yep. stop by and it's the fucking <laughs> yep. bomb and I don't have to drive nowhere and I can literally help <laughs> out my neighbor. Like, I um, would love that. Yeah. I'm also saying this as somebody that is currently slinging uh, pasta and meatballs out of their apartment on Sundays. You <laughs> so, are? Oh, yeah, totally. I like I started like five weeks ago. I'm like, I just need to start hustling and make extra money man because i don't know that's so cool yeah so i started doing it and then people on instagram just it started out as friends and then i'm getting these like weird dms from people and uh yeah strangers just pull up and it looks like i'm making a drug deal they're like put the sauce on your back (laughs) yeah "Mm." that is the funniest (laughs) others folder on instagram it's just like for sure pasta (laughs) yeah like hey "Hey." uh you got that tagliatella today or no i love it are you Usually that's the folder for dick pics, but it, now it's for <laughs> hungry pasta people. Are you're making so? Are you hand making your pasta? I yeah, I am. Yeah, I do. Oh uh, my god, handmade Danny pasta makes incredible pasta. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. It's yeah. good, you know. And and the price point is like, you know, most of the handmade pasta here, I, dude. It's all expensive. It's all like twenty bucks and more. And I'm sure it's great, but yeah. I'm like, I don't know, man. I I kind of fiend that like. $15 range Sunday gravy type of, you know, so I, yeah. I keep it at 15 bucks a week and uh, it's been good, man. And it also, I get to see people, you know, they come yeah. pull up I'm, and, and it's, That's it's been really good. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, even, yeah, to your point, I think it would be hard in LA. I mean, it was already an epic battle to allow people like street vendors to sell food and right. with a lot of mm-hmm. people, you know, raising the concerns of like, can it be regular? And they, they they were able to to a certain extent. But yeah, it's that idea actually is pretty remarkable because 
I think the one thing that I saw restaurants do that seemed really interesting was like pivot to being more of like a like a grocery store plus yes. meal kits and things like that. And it seems yes. like that trend will probably continue even after the pandemic, because there's also something nice that I was like, oh, yeah, let me get like a half made thing from a restaurant and I can still feel like I'm cooking and then helping yep. some a business like a local business out, et cetera. So I like when you can get the cocktail like a juice box and bring it to your house. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's nice. Especially when like some of them like Lono, like I, they're serving them out of uh, what are like the Umbrella Factory or whatever the, that place is on Melrose. But you can get like their tiki cocktails and they're like, but they give you all the garnish and stuff. So you could really feel like, hey, man, we got something going in my garage. Yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> they're like, now more than ever, we got to get you fucked up. You're like, all right. Cool. Yeah, like, all right. <laughs> Oh, but we also got to sell you this guacamole because we got to sell like it with food. It's a huge ass like Ziploc bag. You're like, all right, apocalypse yeah, is not so bad after all. It comes in a bag. Yeah, I love it. Comes in a bag. Yeah, just cut it with a, a box cutter over your mouth and just let it spill <laughs> straight onto you. Basically, just a little Boda box that you just yank out of there. Uh, Danny, what's something that you think is underrated? These are all food based, by the way. I hope that's I love okay. it. I, uh, no, no I, I turned this into a food podcast because it's only one of the only things I talk about confidently. Uh, dude, I was listening to Roy Scovel on the podcast. Was it last week? And yeah. he said that wedding cakes are overrated. And I agree wholeheartedly. There is an alternative to that that I don't know if it really took off on the West Coast. Um, are you guys aware? It's self-explanatory. But what a, a cookie table is at a wedding? No. So in, no. Instead of a wedding cake... Every wedding I went to growing up had these. They would like giant tables full of cookies that were made from uh, parts of each family and maybe even some like outside sources, but like thousands of cookies would be like sitting in a separate room at a wedding. So instead of a cake, like after dinner, they call up tables to go to like this big ass cookie table and you just get like, you know, sometimes there's like dozens of different cookies and so you're getting like all these different uh, uh, flavors and different types of dessert instead of just like one, you know, flavor of cake, which I, wow. I think is, is that's preferred. nice. Yeah. yeah, and it it started too. That's another like, you know, Rust Belt immigrant thing. It was like Italian, Slovaks, Polish, Greeks, uh, maybe even like Serbian too. But like when cakes are too expensive, they would just ask members of the family to bake you know, all these different types of cookies. And so it's kind of like a giant dessert potluck at the wedding. That's so cool. I know. I love I it. And then you get like grandma's beef and stuff. And I think that's wonderful. Oh, yeah. We're like, you watch them take a bite yep. of like an in-laws uh -huh. cookie and they're like. Yeah. Yeah. Side eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. People, I mean, they take it so seriously in like Western Pennsylvania, Eastern Ohio, that like, yeah, people I feel like are loosely out for blood. What's like a cookie you can expect there regionally? Like you're saying like, how the fuck was there a cookie table without this one? Like I'm guessing like oh. Italian wedding cookies probably. Yeah, like Italian wedding cookies for sure. But I feel like also like, what are they called? Like Bulgarian butter horns or something like that. It's, you uh -huh. know what I'm talking about? The little that twisty. Fake. It does sound fake. I just made up a cookie off the top of my head. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe like wedding cookies for sure. Pixels. Oh those yeah, little snowflake. Yeah, you see a lot of those. Lemon bars. Are there any gross ones yeah. that you would find on the table like that? I feel like with that kind of variety, there's got to be kind of a nasty one, right? I don't know. I 
when it comes to dessert, my palate is like so basic too. I've got like the palate of like a Civil War ghost. I like, <laughs> I like lemons and I like I like anise. You know, I, I'm like I don't know why. I'm like I like uh, give me. You anise. like the flavor of anise? I like the flavor of anise. And is. I, dude, is like I, black licorice. Think black licorice. Oh, oh I like that. Sorry. Like I actually enjoy Necco wafers too, and not oh, in an ironic, not God, in an ironic Danny. way. Necco wafers. We were going Necco so wafers well. are made in Massachusetts. <laughs> They're made I'm, in fucking Revere. Oh I hell yeah! And I dude. thought they were, and they were about to go yeah. under till someone yeah. generously resurrected the shitty wafers from hell. They should have gone under. Yeah. They taste like dust. But I'm yeah, glad. I don't know. I don't know why, but I'm like, it doesn't. I like it. I do like it. Okay, so, fine. I guess yeah. I guess we'll let that one slide. Uh, and then finally, what's a myth, Danny? What's something people think is true, and you know that shit is just a lie, or vice right. versa? Right. Uh, you don't have to wash chicken. And I and I keep thinking this is like common knowledge, but then it keeps coming up through DMs or like people adding me on Twitter. But like people think that you when you get like raw chicken, like thighs or breasts or drumsticks, that you have to rinse it in a sink. And not only is that not necessary, it's like very bad because like you're spreading the bacteria into other, you know, that could splash onto something or, you know, now your sink's infected and, and uh, yeah, you don't want to wash chicken. That's bad. Yeah. Or your legs, it turns out. You don't have to wash your legs, yeah. So I've been yeah. doing good for a long time, y'all. Um, yeah, <laughs> the bottom it's, it's, of your feet, you're in the shower. It's fine. Yeah. What? Oh, like the soap doesn't run down your body. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right, Einstein. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll expend more calories doing that. Um, but yeah, I think when reading about it, you know, just I was like, I, but you just, am I, I grew up being like, Ugh, like touching it. I would do it to get the yeah. slime off to be like, yes. I don't want to touch it. And maybe it's better. But then, yes, I, study after study is like, you're just spreading more bacteria everywhere by uh, yeah. when you start rinsing it off. Everything I've worked in, I don't know, maybe a dozen restaurants, and they all teach you to like do everything you can to contain that chicken so it doesn't touch anything else. And yeah, just rinsing right, it right, is right, just right. very, very detrimental. So yeah, <sighs> just like That's and it. also, guys, don't yeah, wash your mushrooms. You know, don't put, don't put, just be running water over your mushrooms either. I see people. Why do not? That. Because it's our, you, they retain so much moisture anyway. You don't want to yeah. add more moisture. You like, you can rub, yeah. you can, you can like get them with like a wet paper towel to clean them off. Yeah. But you never want to like full on wash your mushrooms like the water. Too many rules. They're fine. <laughs> That's why you don't cook. That's yeah. why I don't rules. cook. That's why I don't cook. It's I for, can make yeah. an, I can make a egg. It's for anal retentive <laughs> people that need so many fucking rules. There's no room <laughs> yeah. for thinking. I fucking love rules, dude. Yeah. What are the fucking rules? <laughs> I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk about some people who fucking don't follow the rules. How about that? All right. We'll be right back. And we're back. And, you know, yesterday's episode on Monday, we were talking about. Uh, Trump's really sick Motang rally in Michigan where he was hanging with <laughs> just the people of uh, making up fake awards that he gave himself. 
Oh, yeah, uh, he was the king of Michigan or some shit. Uh, Michigan, he won Michigan Man of the Year from I don't know who gave me the award, but they had me speak for like, I don't know. And like, I was basically saying how fucked Michigan was. And they agreed with me. Therefore, I'm the king of Michigan. Thank you. Vroom, vroom, bye. Uh, so that's what sort of the tone of that rally. Um, and again, he, he went on to make all sorts of claims that aren't rooted in anything to do with reality but uh, a, a nice version of it were it you know you had to make one up to just sort of preserve your ego um so the the trend continued over the weekend uh this time he went to nevada and he had two rallies he had one that was even indoors because he don't give a fuck uh and when asked, you know, hey, uh, aren't you concerned about uh, doing an indoor rally and, and what that could mean, the potential uh, risks involved? He said, no, not at all. It doesn't matter. I'll be all right. I get tested. He's like, I was like, I get tested all the time. It's like, okay, so you'll just find out quicker if you have corona? What? Okay. So <laughs> the- It's not um, even worth asking what about everybody else because it's just not uh, an issue on the table. No. Yeah. That's yeah. the first question you would have, but I feel like people know not to do that. Right. It's Can, like, yeah. Well, Rhetorical, that, I guess. Must be frustrating as a journalist when you want to ask those questions that you would ask of a other like a reasonable human being that was sure. had all this power. But you're like, well, but Mr. President, what about the other? Nah, fuck it. You know. And, <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm sorry. What was your question? And it's like, dude, I'm just fucking yeah. f- just whatever. I p- pass. Never mind. Pass. C- I was going to continue ask you. coughing in people's mouths. Yeah. So the other thing that was interesting in North Carolina last week, Trump sort of describes like hey we've got a bit of a peaceful protest here like referring to the rally and that continued apparently uh in nevada kaylee mcenany was saying like she tweeted something like look at this peaceful protest it's like that's what are they protesting that's precisely what i think most people were like what the fuck are you talking about you're (laughs) like it's a it is a rally that they're for a political like a campaign rally um and i guess because like conservatives have to have to cosplay as oppressed people now to like be able to get their own outrage going. Yes. Uh, that maybe that's what it is. But last I checked, the Republicans are in charge of a lot. So the uh, was hmm. he the first person to say fe- peaceful uh, peaceful protest? Right. He tweeted it. Uh, yeah, I oh, mean, he was the first one to refer it? to it as like yeah, this is, like, okay, a, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then that's I guess all it takes. They're following in line. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Yeah. As soon as he says something, then everyone, it's like, yeah, it's a signal to everyone else. Like, oh, we're gonna yeah. start calling it this now. Yeah. Because the the Damn. the governor of Nevada was just fucking pissed, like beside himself about like what the fuck was going on with this with these rallies, having it indoors, like you know. You know, their whole thing was like, well, we give people masks and we encourage them to fold them up and put them in their pockets because we just had to do that. Like a sort but of in like Nevada, the t- it's still like recommended, right? It's oh, 100. Like law. they should yeah. they yeah. shouldn't even be having events like that. So right. another thing is like, I wonder if they're trying to like use this language to try and it be less of like this is a, you know, straight up. Uh, well thought out, premeditated, idiotic, like reckless event to have with people amidst a pandemic uh, or if they use this whole language of like uh, peaceful protest, like yes. they're giving themselves some kind of weird mental jujitsu loophole to be like, it's actually right. a protest. It's like the Black Lives Matter stuff. Right. Except- yeah. They'll start calling. It's really important that we're here. <laughs> like- mm-hmm. They'll start calling everything that eventually just football games, uh, mm-hmm. you know, which Greek festivals, whatever it uh, is where people want to congregate. <laughs> yeah. Like any we'll kind of saints feast. 
Any, Italian yeah, festival. Sure, anything. They, yep, yeah. I mean, they're peacefully protesting St. Michael uh, and just how delicious <laughs> the meatballs are from Michelli's, huh? We can't, we can't really deny that. So, yeah, the, the whole sort of look of it is really, really uh, grim. And it doesn't seem like there's any, you know, it, th- any slowing down, just like we played the sound bites from people in Michigan. Same thing for people in Nevada at these other rallies where it's essentially it's fake. It's not real. Don't worry about it. I don't know anybody with it. Do you know anybody who's had it? Do you really? You know, so like it's the same sort of logic being applied. And yeah, no end in sight. So Yay. keep an eye on that. Damn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, just it's all about the spread, and you know, just spread the love. Uh, say, now, I got my first nose test. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. The one I thought we were done with the, those, like the, the skull little, fuck one. Oh, yeah, the skull fuck. fuck one. I got my first, my first skull fuck last week. Negative, feeling great about it, but holy shit, does it fuck your skull? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just did a it like tickle? Did it like, my, like you're like I felt my eyeball move. Uh, your eye twitch. <laughs> it was so like the the nurse was um who's very nice but he he was like yeah if you've seen that graphic it's it's really nothing like that and then he was like Ksh, like because it's deeper and you're like, oh, <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> my right side is tingling after that one <laughs> anyways uh, highly recommend well yeah I, uh, I, I would like them to you know they legally have to call it a skull fucking I'm, the you way should, things you are going, fuck your skull just a little bit. You should. It's a medical term. Yeah. yeah, and like that's all I get. Like that's the little comfort we get in 2020. It's like, well, at least they made that a joke, right? Yeah, <laughs> they were up for your skull fuck us. <laughs> anyway, let's all let's let's all go to Trump's fifth inauguration, uh, mandatory inauguration celebration, because uh, my shock collar is going off. Um, now, uh, Joe Biden. That's a guy who is also running That's to be president of this place we live in, the United States. And he is uh, concerned, like I think most people have been, because the rhetoric out of the the GOP and the president is like, they're going to fuck with the ballots. I'm telling you, there's going to be so much fraud. Also, if you're in North Carolina, vote twice, y'all. Thank you so much. It's a felony. <laughs> but do it on behalf of me, your president. Um, you know, they're they're talking about all kinds of overt and subtle forms of voter suppression. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, you know, I think in the beginning, there was rumors about how Joe Biden, like behind the scenes, they were trying to get a huge team of lawyers together to be able to prepare for any contingency, because that seems to be like the amount of like war gaming that's happening with this election. It's pr- truly next level uh, sort of forecasting happening. So now yeah. team Joe Biden, it turns out that they are ready. If the rat fuckery is turned up to 10,000, they have assembled an Avengers-esque team. Okay, now this special litigation are we, team. Are huh? we talking about that horrible Avengers? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you see that, what? Miles? No. The Avengers? Oh, I thought you were referencing. There was an Avengers ad for the Joe Biden campaign. It's some there of the was? corniest shit you'll ever see in your life. Man. Uh, I don't... Yeah. I've to already... listeners that have seen it, well, but like, it's, it's, an, it's an embarrassing one. I've I've seen only one Avengers movie, and I think it was like uh, the of Vengeance of Voltron, Ult- Ultron. Which that's close. That's close enough. Part. And I didn't see. I haven't seen 
Infinity War or any of them. So I'm so out of the loop on that very specific. I know the memes, though. I know about the memes where the portals be opening up and people pull up. I like that meme construction a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so with this, I guess to give you another Avengers, that thing where the portals open up, that's happening except with really boring lawyers from the left. Uh, so <laughs> this this team, as the portals open, get ready because, uh-oh, is that the Dora Milaje? No, it is lawyers from the Democratic law firm Perkins Cole or Coy or whatever the fuck they're called. Uh, they are going to be looking into state-by-state battles uh, about like voting rules and et cetera. There is a guy, Mark Elias, who's also from like this same law group. He's leading that unit. There's like just a special like voting rules unit. Uh, apparently, former Attorney General Eric Holder uh, will also be working to like talk with independent groups on how they can also participate in any legal battles that occur uh, throughout this election. Um, and it's also this whole team is being led by two former solicitors general. So, oh, if you got if y'all don't feel safe uh-huh. now, I don't know what will. So, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, so, this does like make sense to me that there's a lot of preparation going on. Like, I'm yeah, not the biggest Joe Biden fan, but I mean, just based on what happened in the last couple weeks of of the election uh, in 2016, I'm glad that there is at least a plan in place to. I mean, uh, hopefully, combat whatever's gonna come yeah. out. Right, because unless it's like a huge, unless it's a huge victory it's going to drag out forever, right? Is that something we've just all kind of accepted now? That yeah, like, I think Trump's going like to challenge. That, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, what yeah, most yeah. people need to do and just to, just to prepare themselves for the onslaught of probable misinformation that comes election night is to already go into election night saying, well, we're not going to get a result tonight. We're going to, yeah. we're going to vote today, but we'll come be 8 in PM, line until tomorrow. Yeah. Or possibly Christmas. We'll I don't in know. A couple of months. Right. And maybe, you know, Jose Andres is going to have to come by and and give me little drops of food in my mouth to keep my body running so I can stay in line (laughs) to vote. Um, But it is I think a lot of people that's I think that's a one big potential for people to get bit by the misinformation bug is to expect a result on election night because oh, there's yeah. going to be a lot of mail-in ballots have to be counted. It's just like a lot has to go on. And I think well, the second that doesn't the... happen, it's like, what, the, what are they doing? Who's doing what? Huh. Well, and the fact that there's been, I mean, like even local to us, there's just been like bags of mail found, like discarded in parking like Glendale. lots in Glendale. Like yeah. there's going to be, I mean, just in terms of finding every ballot and making yeah. sure that ballots are counted, it's going to take for fucking ever. Uh, I, I don't feel like, it, I mean, I feel like they're priming everybody for a huge disaster, right? Like at least, you know, people on something. the right anyways. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't, everything I've been, I don't know, at least ingesting is like, oh yeah, this is going to be an actual shit show and we're not going to know who the president is for a while. Yeah. That's what I've been led to believe. I and- I don't know. I think even looking at just sort of what's going on, there's already a lot of legal stuff going on. Like in Florida, yeah. I'm pretty sure that the they upheld a ruling or they overturned a ruling essentially saying that uh, people who were convicted of felonies are now, they actually do have to pay all these fines and fees before voting when they weren't supposed to. So there's oh, wow. a big chunk of voters that's being suppressed. Uh, also in Wisconsin, there's a thing. I don't know where the case is at exactly, but uh, absentee ballots were being delayed. Because someone filed a challenge. So everyone is trying to, like, especially if you are motivated to help the president, they're trying to find every single way to muck shit up and fuck shit up, too. I'm not going to hold back, y'all. 
to to, the to, F to word? Yeah, sorry. Sorry, it's 2020, guys. I hate wow. to send your kids out of the room, but they're here Miles, to fuck it up. Miles, you should start tweeting, this is not okay. This is not <laughs> normal. <laughs> I could be a, a really cool like dem uh, dem Twitter personality. A real blue check, yeah. I am uh, not okay with this. I Lots feel of like I should experiment with typical constructions of dem blue check Twitter sort of sentiments, which is it's really like I was saying, like like Krasenstein style tweeting or like any of the Dan's from the Pod Save crew <laughs> of just being like, oh <laughs> Donald Trump, Donald Trump is so scared. Can you believe it, guys? Retweets. We are going to win. Like whoa. Yeah, like Trump puts a, a spicy tweet out about like mail-in bo- ba- ballots and all you have to do is like, someone's waking up to their living nightmare 2020. Yeah, Here we go. Exactly. 50,000 uh, retweets. Bottom line is people must go out to vote no matter what. And I think even with the polling, people like the shit's already starting saying like it's someone's lead has never been more stable going into an election. It's like, yeah. we've also it's like, never... Have we not? have we not learned the lesson from that rhetoric? Like, yeah. Have you seen the guy... Who, fucking back. Have you seen the guy who's, like, in office right now? He, like, he's just trying to get a bunk DOJ investigation to try and smear people for in for their October surprise. Uh, let's, let's be ready, y'all. Uh, Biden so is vote. Tony Stark. We'll be fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Biden is Tony Stark and uh, Miles, the Democratic have, Avengers. Miles, That's cool because he's an inventor. Ad. It's so it's so goofy. It's just yeah, the goofiest shit I've ever seen. Wait, they make him actually as Tony Stark? Yeah. Oh fucking no. <laughs> All right. Well. They're calling them the yeah, they're calling them the Democratic Avengers. Yeah. It's called a saying. winning strategy, honey. Yeah, oh, right. Heard of it? <laughs> We will avenge the wall. We will avenge the losses from Wall Street from the last year and a half. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, so let's move on uh, to some some real conspiracy theories, huh? Some uh, some of that hard hitting shit. The fires are ravaging the Western United States. You can't get away from it. You look above. You look at the sky. You breathe in the air. Everything is saying. Bleh. Some something's not something's not good here. It could be the fires. It could be global warning, warming, uh, or a global warning um, that is actually going down, and it's really getting out of control in some places. Apparently, in Oregon, there were some residents who were refusing to evacuate during the fires because quote Antifa's in town, and they were saying, oh, "Look, what? No. Wait, hold." And people were saying, "Like, well, hold on, sir. What? What? You have to in- evacuate the fire." could potentially you could be in danger your life could be at risk and they're a very very uh defined group of people were basically saying that these fires are being started by antifa and then they were using that the chaos to loot empty homes mm-hmm. I, That's christ so unfortunate that people are willing to harm their families over nothing over literally yeah. nothing there i it's it is so like I, I understand why conspiracy theories are running so rampant right now, but it's like the, the the concept of a decentralized organization just is like not does not compute for some people. It seems like it's like there's not. Yeah. Yeah. The whole point is that there's no there's no there's no plan. There's no leader. There's yeah. no person like shooting out, you know, wearing an anonymous mask and shooting out orders. It's just like doing things that are against fascism. 
Uh, I don't know. Forest fires they, are not anti-fat. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. How, how did they arrive to the fact or to what they thought was Antiva starting the fires? So it starts it, all, like everything. Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where yeah, it yeah, starts. Yeah. First, first, mem- first rumors going around communities between people saying that they saw people setting fire to hay bales um, or throwing Molotov cocktails. Right. And the police were like, Please stop spreading these rumors. Like, even though we are, even like, our uh, people guys, say questionable guys, guys, guys. shit. We're the ones that throw the Molotov cocktails and then say it was <laughs> and Antifa. Then we're the police. Yeah. That's what we do. If we're anyone's going to spread misinformation about Antifa, it's going to be the police, not you guys. Know your role. <laughs> uh, but so they're saying, like, just don't because it's it's starting to interfere with evacuation orders. It's creating yeah. uh, just a drain on emergency response things when people are already at this like heightened level of fear because, yeah. you know, some anarchists who drove down from you name a city because they want to get your Fabergé eggs while you flee for safety. I don't know. I mean, it um, is, I feel, I mean yeah. it's like what you're saying. It is just like a fear motivated response that is like hurting them. It's. Ugh. Yeah, it's 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 definitely it's it's a tough tough world to be in. I think for for all people at the moment. And so then there's even one um, sheriff's deputy who went viral from Clackamas County who was saying some shit, basically blaming Antifa. And then that video started going around, and they're like, "It's these Antifa motherfuckers are causing right. hell." That's a quote from a sheriff's deputy, and people. Obviously, take that. Why would that person lie? Who knows what their motivations are? I think. Why would a sheriff deputy lie? Interesting Uh, take. And then, so that became like it gave its own life too. And then, luckily, the the uh, Clackamas sheriffs they said uh, that person has been put on on leave for the moment while we we try and figure out what was going through their mind when they they spread that misinformation. Yeah, I, the the Facebook image I'm seeing being uh, uh, circulated is the Douglas County Sheriff's Office with an image that says "Stop spreading rumors." I'm like, I feel like they could be a little harsher about that. Like the the only way that like gets more non threatening is if they start the sentence with "You guys." That's you know just I mean? like, like the lyrics to a Lindsay Lohan song. Yeah. that's not. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! Stop bullshit. it! Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? Was it? I'm starting rumors. Isn't it? Yeah. Stop starting rumors. Stop I'm sick of rumors. rumors started. Started. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm tired of being followed. Man, uh, dude, <laughs> I went going. to high school with uh, played bass in her band, and I didn't Ooh. realize till I think wow. she performed like New Year's Eve or something once, and I was like, "Yo, is that cr- what the fuck?" <laughs> Good for you. And had like I the miss whole Lindsay Lohan's music career. Oh yeah. But it was one of those things where you ever see somebody you went to high school with like completely change it up. Like the image is like a 180 or 17. I don't know how many degrees different, but like it was a full on different person. And you only knew because you're like, I know their face. And that is I them. love that shit. Yeah. There's a guy I went to high school with that I like dared to log into Facebook a couple weeks ago. He's in goddamn Cirque du Soleil. Just what? what? In my algebra class it was in oh, he must Cirque be talented. du Soleil. Yeah, I know. And he's like, he's like, I'm so sad that Vegas is shutting down Cirque du Soleil. And I was like, why? But then there's what? pictures of him in Cirque du Soleil. That's why he was sad. Damn. Well, you Everyone know I knew in Salute. high school is doing exactly what I thought. They're just back home, <laughs> tilling the fields. <laughs> and doing Cirque du Soleil. Some are, and most are in Cirque du Soleil as well. Shout out uh, to Brian from Algebra. 
There was another. <laughs> oh, shout out. Yeah. Shout out to all the people who surprised us from algebra class. You know what I mean? Good for you, Brian. All the good surprises. Uh, there was another rumor that started when there were just two videographers who were trying to capture footage of the fires. They were wearing like respirators or gas masks, you know, because fucking fire. And they yeah. were walking towards yes. like some flames with a camera. Some people put some images on Facebook and said, these are these anti-foot goons who are starting the fires. Yeah. And yeah. that story kind of took off on its own. Also, Anybody RT, with a mask. Yeah. RT, the Russian state-controlled media outlet. Okay. They're also oh, publishing okay. pieces that were trying to conflate the Portland protests with wildfires and just basically very tenuous connections. And then right-wing media picks it up and they're like, yeah, see, this is exactly what's going on. It's because these radicals are out here just setting fire to the Western United States. And it's it, it's just really draining um because even like yeah. the mainstream media is just like taking a there was an image that said man charged with arson in connection to oregon wildfire and it's a an image of the forest burning this guy's like mugshot but that it wasn't that this yeah. guy started the actual wildfire he was just arrested for starting a fire like in the area after the main fire had began and really, so it's just completely misleading with like yeah. headline journalism. Yeah, stuff. and yeah. yeah, he he wasn't an arsonist. It was just he was like on drugs. Like it was just someone who was under distress started a fire, but then they're like, I don't know, this guy's in connection to it. So then that feeds this idea right. that there are singular human beings out there um, starting these fires. I could keep going. I mean, QAnon yeah. has their version. They've been doxing protesters who have been arrested for fire related incidents. And trying to say, like, these are the kinds of people who could be starting these fires. There were memes going around that they were fucking lasers from space uh, that were starting these big no. blazes. Yeah. It's a lot of uh, trouble. Yeah. Anything but, like, you know, climate change, right? It's like we're right, willing to believe, right, like, yeah. lasers and, you know, uh, Antifa and all this shit. I, I don't understand how, why, like why we're so susceptible to this spread of misinformation like i mean this is bad like the fires i thought were something like very tangible it kind of happens every year but you know now it's like more out of hand and then, like all of a sudden it's like antifa and i'm like wait what yeah yeah it's like, like at the point like, where like fire yeah. <laughs> things burning down is not a bipartisan issue. right yeah it yeah is, yeah well i think it's like anything right you look at um, anything that forces us to be a little bit more self-aware and maybe look at the decisions we make and our own behaviors, that there's a group of people that are willing to even for a moment give that some thought and people mm -hmm. who are absolutely unwilling. So whether if it's white supremacy, you could be like, hmm, how can I combat white supremacy? How have I maybe even per per perpetuated in my own life? Then there are people who go, that's eh, not the deal. It's just these all lives, man. I'm not willing to have Probably that. Probably because... lasers from space. <laughs> no, for real. Or even yeah. COVID, right? That's mm -hmm. white supremacy. The effects are very real. They're all from all to see. Uh, COVID, the effects are very real. The, the devastation yeah. is all there for all to see. But for some people, you may have to begin to say, do I have a responsibility to people in my community to change like what my day to day is that I have to understand that I have to extend empathy to people who aren't able to work because that's actually in the best interest of the safety of our country or communities. So then they don't want to have that discussion. They want to turn this into, I want to get on my boat or fucking go to Apple B, whatever the fuck they want to do. And that's what it's about. 
And again, I mean, dumping Applebee's into this. I'm it's sorry, all about Applebee's. To. I'm sorry. The, had to. I uh, kind of been wanted to do curbside. Curbside bees? <laughs> curbside bees. I'd fuck with some curbside bees. I, I'm actually surprised that they're not. They're not? No, they just have like, they have like a, they, I saw like a, a patio outside of a Denny's yesterday. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. You gotta have a, you gotta have a death wish to go to Applebee's. That's just brand, <laughs> that's just good branding. Yeah, I got to, got to. Yeah. And then even again, with the, with the fires, we're looking at measurable damage. We have enough to know we've had a heat waves and lack of rain that these are cycles that feed each other. But again, yeah. The global warming issue would have to force somebody to look at their own life and any lifestyle choices they make. And if you don't want to do that, fuck it. I'm, I'll blame fucking Antifa and lasers from space rather than being like, oh, yeah, maybe the, maybe we have a problem with the climate. And there's maybe very there's little. I mean, I feel like there, there's very little push from public officials to like acknowledge that. I mean, it's it's it, it was just blowing my mind over this weekend where our mayor was just being like, well, just stay inside. Just stay inside, and yeah. uh, then the air won't hurt you. So just stay inside. Try not to exercise too much. And cool. Good job, yeah. team. When it's like that just neglects so many vulnerable people, people who have to still go to work and people who yeah. are unhoused. And he's just like, no, just stay inside. Like just the, yeah. the privilege of yeah. tweeting that from your fucking it's mansion. It's fine. So what? Yeah. The air quality is outside. This is what yeah. you do. Close your great double paned windows because they're so energy efficient <laughs> and then mm -hmm. turn your central air on. Get it nice and cool in your house. Kick your feet up. Have a glass of champagne. Watch your favorite Fellini flick and just have a Saturday. Like <laughs> Have a day. Make a day of it. Here's like, a Criterion Collection about? coupon. I'm just like, do you? But that, But that's like applicable to so many places and so many public officials that we're supposed to be able to trust are just like. Yeah, uh, just don't go outside. Don't worry about it. It's yeah. like, Jesus fucking Christ. It's yeah. just how tough, are they, man. How are they handling it in, like, Washington and Oregon? I mean, like, how's, there, like, the... I mean, there, there's at least... I mean, I, th I think in the areas where... And our, I mean, our listeners there, please uh, offer some insight into this. But it does seem yeah. that at least there are public officials in areas that need evacuations right? who are stepping up but it's still like that's some bare minimum shit yeah right yeah it does seem like such a, sm a small population that believe all this conspiracy theory shit up there but i'm like if i'm even hearing about it at all i'm yeah. like that's fucking bad i think you it's know? Every, like, but it just you know it's like anything when you find yourself in a situation where you're absolutely powerless and you don't know the first step into feeling safe yeah, man, it's you got to You're going to reach for the first fucking thing that offers. I you that. dude, I, I get that so much. That's actually like incredibly relatable and kind of mm -hmm. sad too. you know, just anything to explain. The right. Because I, 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 I know 9-11 right just happened and you're a truther. So do you want to kind of tell people about that? Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, you guys know the story. Uh, <laughs> loose, uh, loose, loose change. It's, uh, you know, it's all real. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, it's it's the same thing. I mean, it happens in any, every community. There's conspiracy theories for every community because sure. all you need is the combination of to feel powerless and not understand that you just need a way to explain your powerlessness, your helplessness. Yeah. And yeah. You can some can do that in a way that makes them very uncomfortable to look at how ugly the world is. Sometimes yeah. you just want it wrapped up in a bow and just say it's hippies with that. We're all black and have torn jeans. The biggest conspiracy theory of all. God. 
It's God. Hey. Whoa. Come on. You know, after Chill Listen, Pope God said. God just started yeah. endorsing kinda, come. So. Yeah. I don't know. He sounds pretty chill. Yeah. I'm actually I'm back. I yeah. went to church this week. That's I true. did too. They kicked me right out uh, for, for for bringing up some of the stuff from that book. I think I think I may have had it wrong and maybe oversimplified You know, you can just raise your hand during a service and be like, excuse me, do you have any yeah. thoughts on come being from yeah. God? And <laughs> can... The priest is like doing uh, something in like Latin uh, and you're like, yeah. and I'm like, hi, hi, laudante dominum, omnes gentes. Um, can we fuck? In the commu- in one of the confessional booths, if it's your wife, if we're married, I'm married. I feel like it's my right as a uh, as a sin uh, giving uh, churchgoer. Anyway, all that to say, we need to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. Yeah. And uh, let's move on to some really disturbing news. Um, and I oh. hate to just, I, you know, I know we're it's sometimes we need some lighthearted news, but I have to just really steer the ship again into just warning people about what is going on on Wheel of Fortune. They are back this week, okay? And they're doing all kinds of things to keep people very safe. Um, and this is the deal. I, I've I've posted in the doc for everyone to see how yeah. like what's what's. You know, mm-hmm. what is Wheel of Fortune's place in in the fight against COVID? How, what are they doing to keep us safe? I'm not worried about Pat and Ev- and uh, uh, what's her name? Vanna White. Um, I almost called her Ev- Ivan- Ivanka White. Uh, Ivanka Vanna White. White. Oh, <laughs> because they're socially distanced as a motherfucker to begin with. Like half the time, I don't see them right. in the same shot till the end of the fucking episode. So they're <laughs> right, good. Right. Yeah. Contestants, a little bit more. But what about that wheel? What do they do? Um, and this photo is just so funny and I'm sorry now that's a joke. Yes. I welcome listeners. I have a terrible sense of humor, but this image of one of the contestants <laughs> spinning the wheel with this like PVC condom to like yeah. basically put on one of the rungs of the wheel to like make sure no one's doing <laughs> icky germ transfer. It's just so funny to me. It seems like, I don't know. It's like uh, a simple, also- a simple solution. Didn't they like completely overthink this and just like, hey, just like wear gloves, dummy? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, why? Yeah. Why would you make somebody hold that thing? It looks like the glove. Anyone who's been to a uh, like mess hall uh, or cafeteria on a college campus, you will immediately yeah. recognize it for its role as the salt shaker uh, sure. on a on a any kind of institutional eatery. It's that yeah, same, same sort of like one piece of plastic white tube. It just seems like the <laughs> bottom is missing from it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm glad, I'm glad we're safe, but a glove, I guess the glove maybe would have freaked people out too much. We're like, well, don't make it real yeah, for them. That's, yeah, that's interesting. I would like to see them side by side. Cause I think that would still, yeah, that would make it seem like things are really not safe. And this Cause is isn't there like, oh, like wouldn't there be like, what happens when inevitably, right? A contestant loses their grip on the, the, the little wheel condom and right. it gets stuck on the wheel. <laughs> And sure. then they're like, uh, and then it's Ooh. like, then it starts affecting the actual flipper. And then maybe if you're smart, you could start gaining yeah. it. Cause like, I know if I grab it over here, it's actually going to slow it down. Cause it has a thicker piece to move. Oh, that's I interesting. Some added I just glad they're making it safer to have sex with the wheel. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Do we also need these? I guess. Yeah. The networks do need their ad revenue. I keep forgetting. Everyone needs to get the revenue going again. So if that's oh, what yeah, they got to do. They need to put yeah, just, some sort of company on that little salt shaker thing, you know? Oh, shit. Gastrol GTX. 
Right, exactly. Or the leading like motor oil to keep your parts <laughs> <Sure>. lubricated. <laughs> uh, we'll see. So uh, let's move on to another thing, uh, which for what? me, I'm very excited. As somebody who grew up uh, pretending to be Will and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, uh, this is just warming my heart. As you as you know, there's been like a reboot being teased. There was like a, right. a reunion between the original Aunt Viv and Will. They hadn't spoken in decades, essentially. Um, and, you know, there's like a new clothing line of all kinds of stuff where you could have like that sort of inside out pattern. You know, he used to wear his school uniform inside out to expose that nice floral print on the inside. That was like his little swag thing. Mm. All of this stuff is coming back. And now all because it's the 30th anniversary of the show. Uh, now, this is like just like the like how the last um, blockbuster in Oregon was teaming up with Airbnb. Airbnb is right. now teaming up with the homeowners of the people who own the actual like the mansion for that had all the exteriors for Fresh Prince. You can stay there for one night. Damn. This is not exciting uh, to anybody but the I old like, middle well, age approaching <laughs> middle age Blackanese guy. I, I need to I need to see a I need to see a price tag on that. Okay. You know? Great. This then is like can, this, I can go there. Let's 30 let's do bucks. It. No, come on! It ain't thirty bucks. Thirty dollars? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's only a handful of nights, and what's funny is like for real. Yeah. Are they are they giving the money somewhere? Is it? Yeah, it goes to the boys and I believe boys and girls club of Philadelphia. Okay, I'm on board. In a way, like if you're gonna be charitable, like why don't you bump the price up? Like yeah, right. All said and done, if you (laughs) do it for maybe six nights, what are you gonna give them? One hundred eighty bucks off of that? Thirty. 30 bucks, right, like, your, your inbox is going to be full of people. Wanting at to least that's show. what the listing says right now because you can pull up the Airbnb listing. Okay. Um, okay. And it's saying it's at 30 a night, but the reservations will open up September 29th. It's only available to residents of LA County and it can only be you and one other person. And wow. you have to live in the same Okay. And you have to okay. live in the same household. Yeah, okay. to, to confirm that you're part of at least a germ bubble of your own and you're not just like <laughs> meeting up and then turning it into a contamination site. The other thing that's interesting, the way they, so the way they offer, describe this night, the mansion offers access to what would have been Will's bedroom and bathroom on the show, along mm-hmm. with the poolside lounge area and ritzy dining room. They'll be greeted by bold graffiti art, uh, graffiti art. I love <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. That's, yeah, uh-huh. that's what non-graffiti people call. Oh, yeah. how, honey, how's your graffiti art going? Yeah. Yo, what? What? Just let it's me go. Good. I'm gonna throw up a nonstop Ugh. on a on a, at the old. It's bus a yard. huge sticker in the shape of graffiti, like <laughs> right. And it says like, right. yeah. It's it's like this is from Ike. Whatever. Don't worry about it. This looks uh, like a Richard Branson hotel. Sir. There's also family <laughs> portraits from this show. There's like his like wardrobe, so you can try on some of like Will's clothes. It looks like there's like that striped shirt that he wore from the intro. Some Jordans. There's also and Philly cheesesteaks served on silver platters. Come on. Yeah. Okay. What? I'm. I've been slowly sold on this whole thing. That's great. And I think that's Which, fucking cool. Okay. So obviously this one spoke to me personally for y'all. What's yeah. a specific show? If there was an Airbnb promo one night at X real place Ooh. from a show, where what what are you actually? Oh wow! For. Interesting. Um, I would sleep in the Sopranos mansion. Okay, I would like That's that. Fun. Um, that is I'm good. Toxic. That is very good. I uh, would. I would say. I. I would. I was watching Sister Sister over the weekend, so that's top of mind. Yes. Sister Sister house would be cool. Honestly, Gilmore Girls house would be cool, even though it's toxic as fuck. It's sure, really, you know, yeah, but look, what, yeah. what show can we look back on and realize we have nothing. Uh, they had it right? I would stay in the Goma Girls house or the yeah, Sister I'll do Sister it too. house. Also, I was just on a on a 
I had nothing to do over the weekend. I was looking on uh, Cameo. You can get the dude who's like the French guy who works at the hotel. From, Michelle? Yeah, he, he'll do cameos for you. And he's That's like, hey, it's me, fun. blah, blah, blah. He's like, unfortunately, no French accent. Uh, but maybe I can do it for you for French the cameo. And I'm had like, all those years. Yeah, they're like, That's wait fair. To try and I get it. Digging. He doesn't want to do the character anymore. I respect that. Uh, Danny, where are you going? Where do you want to say? I'd say, man, I don't know. That's a good question. Something from the night. I would say, okay, the, the uh, test kitchen from Chopped. That'd be dope. I'll just sleep right oh. in there. That'd be very <laughs> fucking cool. Uh, I like that little war room that they have at the back where the chefs are all like, oh, I, I think you did pretty good. And, you know, oh, right. Yeah, just right. go to I'll sleep, sleep there. Yeah, so much conflict. So much that, like storage closet conflict. that they that, sequester yeah. them in. <laughs> yeah, it's a pantry. I'll go. St- I'll go stay in the chopped pantry for two nights, but no more than thirty dollars. That's oh, where yeah. I draw the line. <laughs> and then I don't know. Maybe God, Arrested Development House, maybe or something. I'm oh, trying to think oh of, like, that could be uh, fun. the model house. Yeah, the model, the model house, house would be dope. I think. Yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah, I think you get a, you can get a ton of money for that. I think yeah, Gilmore Girls yeah. one you could probably make a ton of money. It's funny, like whenever. I, I I went for a meeting, you know, LA style. I had a meeting in the Warner Brothers <laughs> back lot, uh, back before the pandemic, and like you kind of walk right through like the fake ass Stars Hollow area, yeah. and then you're like, man, I would be so bummed out if I was like a fan and like just seeing it like this. Like, yeah, I would be, I would be thrilled. I would love to see Stars Hollow. It's so funny too, because now that I live here, you're like, oh, this is just this is very clearly Burbank. Like they go to the right. Burbank. <laughs> They go to the Burbank Town Center Mall in that show all the time. I was like, oh, wow. I know that old Navy. I've returned shit there. Oh, man. Town Center. Thank you for it. Wait, wait. Which? Oh, the Empire Center, you mean? Uh, I don't uh, know. No, no, no. The mall. The actual Burbank mall. Town Center Mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It used to be called the Media Center or Media City Ooh. Center back in the 90s when I'll go to Claire's and buy my magnetic earrings. And that's been a little <laughs> bit of LA lore uh, with Miles. Yeah. And then lastly, Jamie. I know yep. you're so pumped because you love a debate. You love you love election season. You love the Democratic Party. You love Donald Trump. You love I Joe love Biden. UFC. You love you love UFC. <laughs> I you love, love jujitsu. I love you, eating bugs. You are in a jujitsu gang, jits mob. We know about <laughs> you. Uh, I saw you just do give somebody a standing triangle at line at Pink's hot dog for nothing for yeah, disrespecting you. Uh, yeah. But yeah, now okay, you put this in the doc, but you're saying there's going. Joe Rogan is somehow legitimately entering presidential politics in some way? No. So my understanding is that he, uh, that that it seems more like a a Trump instigation thing for this guy, Tim Kennedy, at Tim Kennedy MMA, don't know, don't care, uh, tweeted on my podcast with Joe Rogan. He offered to moderate a debate between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. It would be four hours with no live audience. Wow. so it's like, but it's like, from my perspective, Joe Rogan says he'll do shit all the time, you know, with not necessarily the the ex- expectation that people will take him up on it. But Trump quote tweeted the whole thing saying, sure. I do, because he wants to marry Joe Rogan. Yeah, that's um, like the second time in a week that he's sort of quote tweeted him on something, I believe, right? Like. This is, uh, this would be, I mean, however people feel about Joe, every time I shit on Joe Rogan on the podcast, I get dragged in comments for no fucking reason. But but like, however you feel about him, this would be a catastrophe. Joe Rogan is not qualified to moderate a debate. He's already, you know, said on multiple occasions that he'd rather vote for Trump than for Biden. So he's like not qualified. 
No, he can't. on top of it, so, he no. has no fucking idea about politics at all. Like, in fact, he's like aggressive about like, I mean, he says yeah. that, I think, to try and give himself some deni- plausible deniability that he's like a Trumper. It's like, I don't even pay attention yeah. to that shit. So, okay. He right, just yeah. he just moved to dodge taxes on his $150 million Spotify thing. So it's like if you're if you're inclined to uh defend Joe Rogan, like stop copping for multimillionaires and uh grow up. That's his right, dude. But also he's sick of jujitsu and also he directed <laughs> or he hosted Fear Factor. I'm sick of kicking. So I'm just gonna <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah no, he we'll just see. moved to Texas because I, he got an 150 million dollar contract and doesn't want to pay California taxes. So hell yeah, dude! I, I feel oh, like wow. it's yeah. people. It's, it's you're gonna get gouged out here. You'd be a fool to pay taxes yeah. in California. You know, yeah. Now he's in Austin, and uh, yeah, we'll see that town get ruined further. Probably, Christ. Yeah. Well, so I think I really hope this doesn't happen. I, in a way, I think we need to see it happen as a country so we can just watch it all burn, you know, be like, yeah. you thought every part of it with by by the 90th minute, they will be full blown like asleep. You know what I mean? The f- idea oh, of a right. four hour debate. I can't. So, and like the finger pointing between the two of them, he's like. Yeah. He's old and like I'm old, right. you're old. And then yeah. then Joe Rogan be like, I think he's sundowning or whatever. And they're it's all just gonna be a mess. They're gonna what if completely he made lose them the smoke thread of weed. the debate. What if he made them smoke weed? Like honestly, that would fix everything. That'd if they did, everything. then Rogan twenty twenty. You know, honestly. Oh, I hate it here. I hate it here so much. <laughs> That's the leadership we need. A guy who can get two presidential candidates to chief a blunt on stage. That's a true unifier. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh Nothing no! Is funny. Anymore. I know, but that's why you have to you have to life with that sense of uh, nihilism that you know millennials are really honed and Gen X is perfected now. Uh, that's true. That's very true. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, with that note, I love to end on a high note. So with that, Danny, thank you yep. so much for stopping uh, by. Thank you for blessing us with your food knowledge. For letting people know that if people are in the LA area, they can hit you up on DM for. Uh, unregulated street pasta. Hell yeah, um, every Sunday. Oh, I would love to hear that. So where can people find you, follow you, support you, and uh, what's a tweet uh, that great. you've been liking? Yeah, so uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Palumbros, P-A-L-U-M-B-R-O-S. Also, uh, I released a stand-up comedy album three weeks ago. It's called Good Morning, Mister. Uh, you can buy it if you want, but it's on Spotify for free. Last set I recorded before the pandemic. Super proud of it if you want to pick Hell it up. Hell yeah. Uh, a tweet that I liked. This is Charlie Roebuck at Eggshell Friend. Very simple. It just says, Mike's hard. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Five oh, words. I felt like it Pretty was. simple. That's my kind of tweet. That's Hell my yeah. kind of tweet. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jamie, where can people find you, follow you? What's the tweet? You know the deal. Where? What, give it, let it break it down for us. Same shit. Uh, you can find me at Jamie Loftus Help on Twitter, Jamie Crest Superstar on Instagram, Bad Dog Sunny if you're nasty. Uh, and <laughs> let's see, what what am I? I don't uh, do. I like tweets any more. Let's see. I'm all the tweets I'm liking are so. Sad. Um, Okay. I'm going to recommend an Ashley Ray tweet from at the Ashley Ray. Uh, She posted a picture of Skylar 
Gisondo. Does everybody know who Skylar Gisondo is? Mm-mm. It's not. You don't mm-hmm. even I'm need old. to know. What is it? She, What's a Skylar Gisondo? He he plays Danny McBride's son on Righteous Gemstones. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. it. So it's a picture of him, and she says, I feel deeply that Skylar Gisondo is my boy. Not like I'm attracted to him or anything, but he is just emphatically my boy. Like if I ran into him, the phrase, Skylar, my boy, would immediately come out of my mouth. He is our best boy. Really, my guy energy. Uh, (laughs) And I agree. He just looks like someone that you're just like, yeah, that's like. My boy. Yeah, it's like some like I would be like I would see him on the street and I'm driving with a friend in the car. I'm like, "Yo, Skyler, hey!" Yes. And he's like, "Hey!" And my friend will be like, "Looks like someone everybody knows." Yeah, and they're like, "Who the my fuck boy. was that?" I'm like, "I don't know, dude. That's just Skyler, bro. I don't know. That's just Skyler. <laughs> just keep keep moving." No one can describe exactly how they met Skyler, but just everybody knows him. Yeah. So that's that's from <laughs> at the Ashley Ray. She's writing some incredible stuff uh, recently. Highly recommend all of her Fantastic. stuff. Fantastic. Uh, let's see some tweets. I like, uh, one is just from, uh, at Billy Wayne Davis. If you got, maybe you've heard of this guy, but he just said, America is mostly people who've never left their state saying we have the best country in the world. Uh, And I I really appreciate that. uh, Absolutely. That just injection of perspective uh, from him. You can find me at Miles of Gray on Twitter and Instagram. And also my other podcast, 420 Day Fiance with Sophie Alexandra. We talk about 90 Day Fiance. You can also, uh, check us out. The Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram at The Daily Zeitgeist. You can find us on Facebook, you know what I mean? Or your race war book or whatever you call that thing now uh, at and just search Daily Zeitgeist. Uh, then we also have a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnarts. Footnarts. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Um, anyway, we've gone in there as well as let's talk about uh, the song that we are going to write out on now. I wanted to, I wanted you know, put something from Spotify or you know, Apple, wherever you get your music that you can find something. But I just heard a fucking another remix on SoundCloud that is just so good. It speaks to me personally. Uh, D'Angelo's album Voodoo, I hold in high regard as one of the greatest albums of all time. If you're not aware of it, it has some of the most amazing production, some of the best musicians playing on it. Shout out Pino Palladino on bass, one of my favorite bass players, Questlove on drums. It's just a fucking all-star group, and this album is just sex personified. Now, the thing about it is people don't really remix it because it's just such a good album. Until now, I found this remix of the track Spanish Joint which is really great track. You'll probably remember it if you like the album. Uh, and yeah. it's remixed by an artist named Singularis Squared. I don't know if the two is whatever. SoundCloud is really hard to translate what the names are these days. But this track is such a great remix of a D'Angelo track that isn't like trying to be, I don't know, it's just giving it its, its own life, its own bounce. So please enjoy this on your Tuesday. Uh, until then, we will see y'all later when we talk trends. But, you know, other than that, just bless yourself and treat yourself well. Despite things might not be going right, there's plenty we can keep focused on and we can still do good. So shout out to Zeitgang. Do mutual aid. Do helpful stuff. 100%. That's where you can really see the the beauty of humanity is when you can actually see people helping each other out. Don't worry about what the people we actually somehow pay to do that with our tax dollars do. They're not doing it. Yeah, get involved with people who are. Beautiful people. And please show yourself. Please... Zeit gang, show yourselves to be the beautiful people that you are. Okay. Da-na-na. Okay, bye. Bye. See ya.